Hello everyone and welcome to episode 16 of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Otis. Hey, how's it going? And today we watched the 1969 classic Frosty the Snowman. Now, this movie is only 25 minutes long, so if you haven't seen it, I don't know how it's possible that you haven't seen it. They play it every single Christmas on every single channel. It's a really quick, tiny short film, and honestly, when it was over, I was confused that it was over because <laughs> of how short it was. Yeah, it was it was really quick. It, like I said, uh, old school Christmas stuff, uh, they, they get in there, take care of their business, and they get the fuck out. There's no reason to drag stuff out and this one was the quickest christmas themed thing i've seen in a while it was oh yeah this really is shorter fast. than how the grinch stole christmas by a couple minutes so yeah it's very very quick and to the point this movie is narrated by jimmy durante who sings the famous version of the song frosty the snowman that we all hear every single christmas and know and love he starts out sitting on a hill and he's telling you the story of Frosty the Snowman. He's not actually in the physical story, but he's telling you the story of how everything came to be. And he ends his first beginning narration with, when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, something magical is bound to happen. And that's basically the entire plot. He just gave away the entire plot of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So it enters on a school all these kids are sitting in class and they're bored as fuck. They're like looking outside because it just snowed and they really want to get outside and play. They're excited to play in the snow. The teacher says, oh, we've arranged some special show for you guys to watch. We invited a magician to come and do his thing for you so you guys won't be so bored. And Professor Hinkle, the magician, comes in. It's such a weird name for a magician. It is. It, it was weird. <laughs> he comes in and he starts to do these magic tricks for the kids and he's failing horribly. His rabbit doesn't want to come out of his hat and he gets really frustrated and he's like, fuck this. And he throws his hat across the room and into the trash can. The kids are like, all right, whatever. And the bell rings. They run out to recess. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> about the magician anymore then because it snowed they build a big snowman and you know they give it a pipe and eyes and a nose and all this stuff and they realize that he's missing something and then the rabbit who was in the hat the whole time bounces out of the classroom and brings the hat to them basically like here's the hat you guys can use it they put the hat on frosty's head and frosty comes to life and all the kids are like holy shit he's alive well the magician comes out notices that the hat actually did some magic and brought the thing alive and he's like fuck that that's my hat give me that hat back yeah the hat animated a thing it's alive and talking he's like nah give me my hat back yeah give me my hat back so he steals the hat back momentarily and then all the kids are sad and the magician like leaves he is walking through the town and then the rabbit is like uh fuck this we're going back we're going back to the school so he jumps with the hat and jumps all the way back to the school, takes it back to the kids. They put it back on Frosty's head and Frosty comes back to life. They're playing, they're having fun. And then Frosty starts to sweat and he's like, what's going on? Why? And realizes that it's starting to get hotter and he can't stay where he is. Yeah. So he's like, I need to get somewhere where it's always cold. And the kids suggest the North Pole. So he's like, okay, I need to get to the North Pole as soon as possible. <laughs> so the kids devise a plan. They're going to take him to the train station and put him on a train to the North Pole. They talk to the ticket taker. They don't have, surprise, surprise, the $3,000 that it costs Jeez. to take a train from wherever they are, mid-USA, all the way up to the North Pole. So 
they were like, fuck it, we still got to get him to the North Pole. So they sneak him onto the train in a refrigerated cart. And Karen, the girl who put the hat on him and made the face, the top part of the snowman, she jumps in with him to go with him. And she's like, ah, my mom won't mind as long as I'm back by dinner time, which is <laughs> fucking crazy. So they get in, they're going to the North Pole. They end up stopping because the train, like another train was coming. They had to switch tracks or whatever. The train stops and Frosty realizes that Karen cannot stay in this refrigerated car. She's going to die. So they jump out and like leave. And they end up in this like wooded area with all these woodland creatures who are like decorating and celebrating and waiting for Christmas to pop up. Remind me about the woodland creatures. Okay. And they are waiting for Santa. So basically he decides, okay, well, I'll ask the woodland creatures to build a fire since I definitely can't because I'm a snowman. And they build a big fire for her and she's warming up by the fire and they're waiting for Santa. Basically, Frosty's plan is to have Santa take Karen back home and then take him to the North Pole because he needs to be somewhere where it won't ever melt or where he won't ever melt and Karen needs to be somewhere that's warm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Professor Hinkle has attached himself to the train that they were on. He followed them all the way up to where they were. Yeah, he like, ju- <laughs> like Cape Fear. He was on the bottom just <clears throat> waiting. Yeah. He jumps off the train and follows them into the woods. And when nighttime rolls around, he pops up out of the fucking trees, blows out the fire that Karen (laughs) needed to survive. That was pretty evil. That was hella fucked up. Which he also needed to survive. Like, they're out in midwinter. Oh, he's being warmed by evil. Yeah. His heart is warmed by the fire of hell. (laughs) Yes. So he blows out her fire. And he starts to chase Frosty and they run away. Frosty like slides down a hill with Karen on his back. They get all the way down to the bottom and they find a greenhouse for poinsettias. So Frosty takes Karen inside so she can get warm and he's already sweating. And then the magician pops up at the bottom of the hill and locks Frosty inside. Oh, yeah. He forces Karen basically to watch the death of her fucking snowman friend (laughs) while he turns into a puddle. And then she's in the greenhouse crying. He's excited that he's going to get his hat back as soon as Frosty's just a fucking puddle. And then Santa pops up and saves the day. Santa's like, uh, what the fuck, dude? You can't do that. He reassures Karen that because it was a Christmas snow, it's super magic and it'll never go away. And he reanimates Frosty. He like lets in a Christmas breeze, reanimates Frosty, gives Frosty the hat back so he's back to being a normal person and then he tells professor hinkle that if he doesn't leave frosty and karen alone and give frosty the hat that he will never ever get another christmas present from him and hinkle basically realizes oh shit i'm never gonna get any cards or any toys or anything again i have to get presents from santa like (laughs) that's just not okay and then santa's like all right if you write i am very sorry for what i did to frosty a hundred zillion times then maybe (laughs) just maybe i'll give you more presents so he's like okay i'll do that and then he runs all the way home and just starts to write then santa takes karen and frosty back to karen's house karen gets home santa and frosty leave assumedly to the north pole and everything is all better The main characters in this film are Frosty and Karen and Santa and Professor Hinkle and the rabbit named Hocus Pocus who joined them on this entire journey. Like, he was just kind of the side character who was helping Frosty out the entire time taking care of all of this stuff. Okay, so what did you have to say about the animals? Okay, so uh, seeing the woodland creatures in the woods decorating trees and being happy, uh, something kept poking at me. I saw this before. 
and doing a little bit of searching, I realized there's an episode of South Park where Stan is in the woods and he sees a group of woodland creatures and they're like, hey, we're celebrating Christmas. And they have all these decorations. Like, can you help us with the decorations? He's like, yeah. And then he's like, can you help us build a manger because the porcupine, she's pregnant. And so it's all these illusions that it's going to be like their little animal Jesus that pops out. And he's like, yeah, I'll help you guys. Lo and behold, these woodland creatures in the woods are actually Satan worshipers. And they have like a blood orgy and they're murdering people out in the woods. And they're the child that they're getting ready for is like the Antichrist oh my in gosh. animal form. Wow. And so Stan like has been helping like the Antichrist happen on Christmas. It's a really good episode because like halfway through is just that's when the shoe drops and you're like, oh, they're bad because they <laughs> they have like a blood orgy. They like murder a dude and they have Damn. sex in the blood and you're like, Jesus, oh, that is. And a then lot. Stan finally hits him. He's like, oh no, <laughs> that is the most. But yeah, when I saw the creatures, I was like, this is so familiar, like animals being happy in the woods. Yeah, and it finally hit me. I was like, sweet Jesus, uh, that's a good Christmas one. South Park has the best Christmas episodes. That's pretty funny. So uh, this film is not claymation, even though it is packaged with all the other claymation classics. Yeah. It is rolled up into a bundle, usually with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, The Little Drummer Boy, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which are all claymation classics. This is the only one that's regularly animated, drawn 2D, and then just, here you go. It is drawn in the style of Rocky and Bowinkle and a lot of the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. It reminded me a lot of, um, I said his name earlier, uh, Dick Dastardly. The the bad guy, Professor Hinkle, he looks just like Dick Dastardly if Dick Dastardly were just a magician. Yeah, thick borders on everybody. Yeah, really thick borders. Sometimes it seemed like like when they were tracing, retracing the stuff, they kind of like missed it. The yeah. borders didn't look like they were solid borders, but they looked like someone had redrawn over different sections and just like narrowly missed the line that yeah. they were trying to go over. That's a and sometimes like characters when they're standing still and they start to talk, you could see parts of them lighten up because mm-hmm. it's about to move. That's like an old school cartoon thing. It's like, oh yeah, it's like well, I'm gonna save time, so he's not gonna move, <laughs> yeah. and his mouth is just gonna move. And it's like. like Anytime you're watching an old cartoon and you see that, like, the rock is a different color than the rest of the rocks around it, like, that rock's going to fall. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one that's going to fall. That's going to give way. Oh, yeah. It it probably saves time and money when they do it like that. They're like, man, I don't got time to be animating every second of this. Like, nah. Yeah. We can't have it be exactly the same color, so we know that this is the part that's going to fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I saw that a lot. I was like, yeah. I wonder how long it took them to make this because it couldn't have taken. Well, animation takes a long time. But this, this probably is only 25 was, minutes. But this was probably, you know, just animation as a whole takes a while to yes. do. But this is probably the fastest, like, cartoon made, probably. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they made it super quick. Wasn't much to it, honestly. No. So who's your favorite character in this film? Uh, out of this, uh, Frosty's cool. He's kind of stupid. Yeah. Happy like, birthday! Yeah, every time he comes to life, he just have, says happy birthday. And it, to after himself. The, like, third or fourth time, I was like, I asked Katie, I was like, who is he saying that to? <laughs> and Katie's like, it's, it's himself because he's born. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> it, it really is. But uh, probably Hocus Pocus. That buddy. That's my favorite too. He was the real MVP of this. Like he, he helped out everything. He, he caused things to actually happen. He did. He was he was the brains of the whole operation. Yeah, he was the He best. was so smart. Who's your least favorite character? Um, That's tough because the bad guy's a bad guy. He, he did his job. Uh, I don't know. I'll say the bad guy. He was cool. 
he was extra super evil. Like that girl sitting at a fire trying not to get like frostbite, and he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> he sure did. Yeah, he he's the worst. Fire out yeah, he's my least favorite character too. He was too dastardly. But he, I understand. Hey man, like if you have evil. a hat and that hat's done nothing for you, and you see it bring something to life, you're like, "Nah, give me my hat back." Yeah, I want to make millions off of that. I would do the same thing. Like, give me my goddamn hat. Back. I'd mess. fight some kids for it. That's a, a magical hat. Hundred percent, I would fight kids. <laughs> okay, what was your favorite scene? Oh shit, man. Uh, probably when uh they were doing the parade. They were walking through town and they talked to the cop. I thought that cop was gonna be hundred percent fine with a snowman walking. They're like, oh, don't worry about him. He doesn't know much about like how the world works because he's a snowman. He was just born. He's like, oh, okay. He sat there for a second. He's like, wait, he was just born. <laughs> I was yeah. like, thank you. Then he choked on a fucking whistle. I was about to say, I was like, is this cop just like, oh, yeah, snowman's alive. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That, um, I can't give you a ticket because you're a snowman. Dead. I was like, what the hell? But nah, that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite scene is probably when they go to the train station and, oh, yeah. and the ticket guy is just like, okay, so you're going to go here to 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 the North Pole. And he, like, lists off, you know, 50 different places. He prints out a giant ticket strip. And then he's like, okay, and that'll be $3,000. And the little kids are like, uh, but we don't have any money. And he's like, ah, fuck you. And he shuts the door. (laughs) Like, it's my favorite because it is, like, the realist side of me. Like, that one little scene encapsulates all of my personality. Like, I deal with little kids all the time, so I'm dealing with the innocence of little kids and not understanding money and not understanding how the world works. Yeah. But I'm also a grown-ass woman and (laughs) dealing with the rest of the world, and sometimes I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Get out of here with that shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I'm both the ticket taker sometimes and the little kids. Like, I don't know. That's pretty great. Yeah. All right, what about the music in this film? Uh, I don't remember much music-wise. I know... uh... That Frosty Snowman, it was hitting pretty good. And then uh, that was kind of it. One thing, um, in the original song, I always pictured in my head, right when the hat comes on the head, I can't remember the lyric, but it says, like, there must have been some magic in that old hat. Yeah. And then when it got on his head, he did, like, a he jumped up and did a dance. Mm-hmm. I always pictured, <laughs> and this is just my fucked up brain, like, the snowman's standing there, and they put the hat on, and it's like something just electrocuted him, so he's just flopping, and the kids get scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Up. There should be a horror version of this film. They put Actually, on a hat. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's like seven versions. But... Yeah, uh, there's one I know for sure, and then but that one with Michael Keaton. Happen. That was weird. Jack Frost? Yeah, you remember that? He died and came back as well, a yeah, snowman. Well, yeah, but he wasn't evil. No, I know what. There's a, another evil, evil yeah. one, but I just thought about that movie. I was like, ew, that was weird. Yeah, he was reanimated as a snowman. Yeah, the the one scary one, I'll, I'll be quick. The one scary one I remember, this killer, his name was Jack Frost. Of course. And uh, he murdered tons of people. He finally got caught, and they were going to send him to, to die, you know. And uh, the car that he's in crashes on the freeway, and this he gets, like, falls into this, like, chemical waste stuff. And it mixes him with snow, and now he has the power of snow. Of course he and does. He's, and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to keep murdering people, because that's all I know. Shannon Elizabeth was in it. It was like her first movie. Uh, but he murders a lot of people in it. I bet. They kill him with antifreeze. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just give him frostbite? Yeah. And Murder then, him in the snow. And they made another one, and... It was crap. He goes back for revenge on the cop that killed him. Of course. But he's, like, in the Bahamas. What? So he's, he's murdering people in the beach. It was weird. It got real. There's a snowman in the beach? Yeah. What the fuck? 
But yeah, no, that I think it's called Jack Frost also. It, it's a mess. So the music in this movie is pretty much just the Frosty the Snowman song, like Otis said. I did like, there's like a sad scene when Frosty melts. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jimmy Durante sings like a really slow, morose version of the yeah. Frosty the Snowman song. <laughs> and he gets it gets all like melancholy and sad. And I thought that was really cool. Like taking the song that everyone knows and loves and then just turning it on its heel to represent all the sad stuff that was happening in the movie. I thought that was really cool. What about Feels while you watch this movie? Uh, not nothing. really. Nothing really <laughs> Christmassy. Uh, Santa was pretty lenient. I mean, to it was the just Santa, guy. yeah. He was like, hey, write these words and I'll maybe give you something. Like, it was Santa. the 60s. Everyone involved with this movie was probably high as fuck. Yeah, I was like, Santa popped him in the mouth. He tried to kill a girl. Twice. <laughs> and he killed a, a magical snow thing yeah. that's, you know, he rare. He traumatized the fuck out of that kid. All right, what about Memories. Do you remember watching this I, as a kid? So I don't remember this one that much. I remember the one with, uh, he had a family. He had a wife and he, I think he had two kids. I don't know if it's the same animation company that did it, but there is a Frosty is it, one. Is it the Return, is that Frosty Return? Is it Return of I Frosty have no clue. I just know that he has a family and she has like curly hair. Like he finds other items that can make him make things come to life. So yeah. they all have like some item on them that makes them come to life. Yeah. I just remember he had a family. That might be this one. Or the, the Frosty Returns, weird. but I don't know. Because I did read about another version of Frosty the Snowman that came out, uh, like, in 1976 that was originally narrated by Andy Griffith, and that might be the version that you're talking Ooh. about. I don't know if it's this, like, if the story is the same or not, though, because I don't remember that film. I barely remembered this one. We got through it, and I was like, what the fuck? That was it? Yeah, I barely remember that one, but I I've seen it before because the way they looked, it looked familiar. Yeah, I do not remember. There it is. That's his family. Okay. Oh, he looks weird. His eyes are weird. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's the same company. No, or not. that's a different company because the other snowman's down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. She has a bikini on. That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> so my memories with this film are very little. I don't remember. His okay. wife's name is Crystal. No, I remember that. <laughs> I definitely remember that might be this actually. Possibly. That that might be the return. Sorry, we have the return of Frosty the Snowman on our TV right now. That's why we keep I keep saying this. Um my memories with this film aren't anything of this specific film aside from listening to the song all the time because it's a classic. And Jimmy Durani, my grandpa absolutely loved, so I listened to him all the time. I will say there is another version called like the adventures of frosty the snowman it's a newer one it came out in 2005 and it's currently on netflix and i've watched that one a bunch over the last couple of years because it's one of the only like christmasy type movies that's been on christmas or been on netflix consistently and that story is kind of similar it's like they took this story as the basis and then they skipped ahead 30 years and were like okay well, we'll tell a Frosty the Snowman story that's happening today. Oh, cool. In today's world. And they took, like, the hat was just hidden in a base or in an attic. Like, it was a different or the same magician, but it was just, like, had been passed down, like, in the family. And a boy stumbles upon it and creates Frosty. And then the principal of his school is one of the kids from, I think, Return of Frosty the Snowman. Oh, okay. And he just, like, he never gets invited to play out with Frosty, so he just is 
mad at Frosty, and he spends the whole movie trying to get rid of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> That's messed up. Because he's upset that he never got to play with Frosty. And basically the entire town that they're in just, like, forgot about the joys of Christmas and the joys of Frosty. And the kid is slowly introducing him to all the different kids in the neighborhood and getting them to realize, oh, shit, Frosty the Snowman is lit as fuck, and that's where I want to be. I want to be playing with him. And he brings back the Christmas spirit in the whole city or in the whole little town and turns around the mayor's opinion of him and all this cool stuff. So I've seen that one a whole bunch, and I think of that one when I think of Frosty now because I've seen it more recently. But I do remember watching this film a lot as a kid just because it was always on. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really remember the whole plot, but, I mean, it's just the story of the song, just like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, so. Pretty basic. What about your seven-word synopsis? Um, that magician guy should have got arrested. <laughs> By that cop who was dead in the street because he choked on his whistle? <laughs> he probably really did die. Yeah. <laughs> So my seven-word synopsis is, Bitter Magician Attempts to Murder Girl, Frosty. (laughs) So he attempts to murder both of them. I just couldn't put an and in there because it would have taken eight words. So You put like a little apostrophe in. I put a comma. Girl and Frosty. I put it. There's a comma there on my paper, but (laughs) the only way to really show that my voice is to pause. So So yeah, uh, that's Frosty the Snowman in a nutshell for you. I recommend watching this if you have kids. It's not great for adults, I would say. It's kind of just like blanket animated Christmas special. Yeah, it's, it just it just happened. It's really quick. It's only 25 minutes, like I said earlier. It's a movie, well, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Watch it with your kids. It goes by fast. It's not one of those things, unless you've watched this your entire life, like every single year, it's not one of those movies that you're going to need to add into your Christmas rotation and watch every year. Just watch it a couple times while your kids are little and... Show them what it is and then show them the other versions of Frosty that there have been and they'll be happy with it. Wow. Uh, there aren't any fun facts really related to this film because it was a made-for-TV special and honestly nothing interesting happened around surrounding this film. <laughs> like they drew it real quick and then they were done and they put it out and that's it. Yeah, they shook hands and then they walked away. Yep, they were just done with it. So <laughs> just like they're done with that, we're done with this. So mm-hmm. thank you for listening to episode 16 of katie's christmas movie countdown please follow us on twitter at allentown pod or email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com and don't forget you can find us wherever podcasts can be listened to thank you so much for listening and we will see you again tomorrow okay see you guys bye